Hello Life Changers, thank you so much for joining us. We have got an amazing word for you, so why don't you lean in, grab a notebook and pen, and get ready for what God has to say to you today. Right, good morning. So good to see you. I must get something out of the way very quickly. I was uh, heavily offended this morning when I saw that they only had the short sort of table and not the tall one. And I thought, come on, give a brother a chance. And then when Michael brought the taller one, and then I said, no, I prefer the short one. It's like, at least, at least give me a chance. <laughs> but it's so good to be with you this morning. If you're watching online, I know that a good mate of mine, Kim, is watching. Um, hello, Kim. Shout out to you. And please don't hog the printer at work. Just some work politics out of the way quickly. But this morning, it is, it is, I was so encouraged by Panti, you know, when, 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 when this man says, come on, and he says, say it like you mean it, I'm like, poor Palesa at home, must be like, <laughs> imagine life group, just the two of them, it's like, come on, amen, Leafy, say it like you mean it, <laughs> I should really start preaching now. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. So as um, Mark said, my wife and I are not fighting. Uh, she's at home with the, with the kids who have a little bit of what we call the cough or the flu. But I've got some uh, photos to introduce them to you if you have not met them. That is, uh, I think, 10 years ago. That is 10 years ago. Um, I'm proud to say I have gained not kilograms from that. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been married, celebrated 10 years this year. And then about four years ago, we decided to add on the chief president troublemaker, <laughs> Naki. It's, it's wild. It's wild. And then about three, two months ago, we had our precious Nyakalo, who's turning three months, actually, on the 13th, this coming week. And uh, it's, it's been such an incredible. God, God is indeed kind. We are in a series called The Heart of It, preached out of Luke 15. And we've been looking through the, the, the three parables and mainly the parables of the two sons, or the prodigal son, or the, the, the parable of the father and his sons. And just trying to explore and expose and, and, and process what the heart of the father looks like. And this morning, I'd like to carry on from there. I'd, I'd like us to read, if you have your Bibles with you, um, we're going to read the whole scripture from verse 1 right up until verse 31. So that's a whole lot of reading. I know some of you read your Bibles once a week, so this is your quota. Are you ready? Let's go. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together, says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jesus continued. There was a man who had two sons. The youngest one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the youngest son got together, got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went off, hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to, to, the, to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I'll set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was a long way off, his father saw him and filled with compassion for him, ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate for this Son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. He came near to the house. He had music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother, he replied. Your brother has come, he replied. And your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father. Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you killed a fattened calf for him? My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we have had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you that these are moments where you, we get to be quiet and listen to you speak. We pray that your word would transform us, not because of the words of a preacher or the preparation, but because it's your word. It's alive. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It is able to pierce through and divide even bone and marrow. It is able to achieve its purpose and do what you set it out to do. Father, we thank you that, that this morning we, we will encounter the king. We will encounter the heart of the father. Spirit of God, move and do as you will in our lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, this is quite cool because we, if you've been here long enough, you might recall we come out of a series of parables about a few weeks back. And um, we now stuck back into a parable or parables. And one of the things we know or we should appreciate about parables is that um, Jesus used them to sort of create tension right? In the minds of the listener. Now, this is quite important because for you and I sitting here, we, we sometimes just gloss through the parables and we go, okay, that's a, that's a good point. That's a, that's a good story. But you have to understand that with the parables, Jesus would, would, would create tension, would, would, would set them up in such a way that they would arrest the, the, the minds of the listener at the time. And in Luke 15, he tells three parables back to back. He starts off with the lost sheep. Now, it's quite ironic that he says, um, suppose one of you was a shepherd. Now, <laughs> at the time, being a shepherd was not a very glamorous uh, sort of job. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. But uh, 
he would, he would have caused offense to some of the people listening that you're comparing us to shepherds. Now that already sets them up for what is going on here. That already, he draws their attention. And then he moves on, he says, suppose a woman lost a coin. Now already, for some of the ladies listening, it will be, but the, the coins in the time, the, the, the context that we need to appreciate is that it was either a young woman who was about to be married, who was betrothed, betrothed, is that how you say it? And the, 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 the sort of the groom would have given her as to say, hold on to this, I'm going back to my father's house to build a place for you. And this is sort of like the promise. And losing it would have been, what on earth? It would have been a scandal. Or if it was maybe just a poor old widow, losing something that would have been perhaps equal to a day's salary would have been a scandal. And then he ends off with the parable of the two sons. He says, a father had two sons, and we will get into that just now. When we look at the story of the lost sheep, or the parable of the lost sheep, some of us like to, of course, identify with that lost sheep and say, yeah, I'm that one, that God would leave the rest of them and go after me, which is, of course, is true. But we're missing, or I tend to miss the heart of the father, the heart of the father that Jesus is trying to expose. Now, the Pharisees and some of the scribes of the law and some of the, 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 the Jews who were perhaps following the, the rules and the norms would not have really identified and, 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 and bought in to the risk that the shepherd would expose himself to. To say, how does, how, how does, how does, how does it, it doesn't tie well with the norm at the time. How is it that a shepherd would leave out, leave the 99 for the one? And there's debates going on where some people say, no, but he would not have left them alone. There would have been co-shepherds. There would have been someone else. It's, but Jesus leaves out the details. And that's what I'm trying to drive at this morning. I'm trying to drive at this morning that the details that Jesus leaves out in his parables, in the first two parables, are meant to arrest and grab the hearts and the minds of the listeners. So this morning, if you were wondering, was it in an open field where the other people, it doesn't matter. What it exposes for me and for us is that the heart of the Father is that there is no risk that is to, to, that no risk deters him. He, the, 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 father is, the father's heart is that any risk to go after the one. You know, in, in, in my um, career, um, uh, we, we sort of do this risk analysis. I mean, from healthcare even into legal sector, we'll go, what is the risk? If, if, if you prescribe that, if you, if you go with that treatment, what is the risk? And if I'm being brutally honest, sometimes the risk is too great. The risk is too high. Sometimes we say, it is too risky. Don't do it. But the father's heart is that no risk deters him. The father will lay it all for the one. The father's heart is that the, the, the one that is missing, the one that is lost, will be sought after. The second point is that when we look briefly through the 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 parable of the lost coin is that the woman would have had to spend something to find that lost coin. The Bible says she lights a lamp. Now, it's not like Eskom today. Even Eskom is quite expensive today. But lighting of a lamp, 
That sounds familiar. That sounds to another parable where the ten virgins had to keep their lamps oiled and keep the fire burning. There was a cost involved. Time, energy, and money to try and find that lost coin. No resource is spared in going after the one. Jesus exposes the heart of the Father very quickly in these two parables, which would have been missed by the people listening at the time, which sometimes I miss because I'm looking at, oh, I'm the, last, the lost coin, or I'm the one sheep. And I miss that the Father's heart is that he would lay it all on the line for the lost one. And if I'm called to partner with him, I can't look you in the eye and say, I'm willing to lay it all on the line for the one. It's like, preacher man is being brutally honest. I can't look in the eye and say, there will be no resource that I'll be, nope, let's go after that one. Because the opportunity cost, some of the marketplace and business people will know. It's, it's just too costly. The risk of being killed by a bear, a lion, looking, going after that one lost sheep. Having to use some oil to keep a light burning to find one coin. While I have nine, maybe why not wait until the morning and when there's light? I mean, these are some of the blanks that Jesus leaves out to get the listeners to appreciate the Father's heart. And then, of course, he sets up the last parable with the two. The, the two parables are used to set up the last one, where he then goes into a man had a father, a, a, a man had two sons. And the fathers at the time would have been, okay, yep, I mean, that's me. He says, the younger one says to him, as Mark said last week, I wish you were dead. Give me what's mine now. Now already, the fathers would have been haibu, icon. That's treason. And dividing up what is due to you to, to both of you now and giving it to you while I'm still alive, the fathers would have gone, that, that doesn't sound right. The father goes ahead, divides, gives to the younger son who goes far. And I love how I've, I've, I've highlighted it so many times in my Bible, where it's as soon as he had spent everything, the famine strikes. I, I just love the irony. There's like, <laughs> God is like, <laughs> it's like, Wait, famine, wait. There's still something in his bank account. Nil it now. <laughs> it's like, couldn't you have at least, while well, I had still had some, some, change, some change in my pocket, is to catch an Uber back home. Like, no. As soon as everything is spent, yeah. famine. So just, I, I just love that. Or oh, 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 it's just me, sorry. Famine strikes, and he gets to feed pigs, very low position for a Jewish young lad, and then he comes to his senses. But I beg to say, even his senses were limited. Because coming to his senses, he says, how many of my father's hired servants have enough food to, to eat? I would go back to my father and say, make me like one of them. Have you forgotten how generous your father was in allowing you to commit this treasonous act? There is no way that the father would let you be a hired servant. You are his son. 
When, when we don't know, when I don't know the heart of the Father, I ask for crumbs. Because I'm weighing up in my head what I've done, what I deserve, what is right and what is wrong, and I'll, 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 I'll just settle for this. In coming to his senses, he requests and he plans to be made a hired servant. Whereas the father, as we've, we've read, says, no, 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 no. You are being reinstated. You are being set up again as a, as a son. I'm placing you back in that position of authority. The second thing that sort of catches me as, as I've been reading and, 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 and praying and processing is what grips him is the father's generosity. It's the father's heart, hey? He says, my father is a good master. My father is a good man. My, my father treats his servants even better than what I'm being treated now. It's the father's heart, the father's generosity is what grips him. Yet, in his limited senses, as I, I, I humbly suggest, is he's not able to follow through with that. Most of us will raise our hands and say, oh, you've been so, so good to me. And yet there'll be that, but your goodness is, is much more evident in Palessa's life, in Wayne's life. In, for me, just let me have these crumbs. The other thing that caught me as I was reading this is how, and this was a, a, a spoken of last week or two weeks back, but I must repeat it. Wow, the father in, in, interrupts his little speech. It's not the speech that wins the father over because he didn't get to hear all of it. It's, it's not the, okay, okay, go, yep, yep, here we go, nice, well done, where's your reference, okay? Which recent case, Supreme Court of Appeal, mm-hmm. so-and-so versus so-and-so, yeah? It's the father's heart that restores him, that restores the son. And then, of course, there's, there's another character in the story. And believe it or not, this is my preach. Everything else was just an introduction. People was like, I'm going to be here long. No, we're almost done. Don't worry. There's one more character in the story. The older brother. The older brother who was like myself, maybe yourself, a keeper of the rules. Just do everything right. Do what I'm supposed to do. Do what is required of me. And I think I'm in. If you rewind back to the first verse, the Bible says, no, Jesus says, you know, the, the Bible says, as he was telling this parable, some of the, the, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were offended by the sinners listening to him. You see, that's what being a keeper of the rule does to me, to my heart, is I, 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 become, I become a gatekeeper, and I, I want to keep people at length. I want to keep people on the outside, because they have not ticked all the boxes. They are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I've got my little template and I'm watching. I'm going, yes, yes, I've done that. Okay, who's this now? Okay, you first need to match up to this before you can dare come close to the Father. I mean, Jesus wasn't doing any miraculous things there. there was, he was just speaking. The Bible says, you know, just talking to the people. I mean, if, 
If we're talking about the moments where he says, son, your sins are forgiven, healing on, on, on Sunday, the Sabbath, then we're like, yeah. But he's, he's not even moving anything. He's just speaking. Yet the teachers of the law and the older brothers are offended. You see, when I have the heart of an older brother, I, I become a gatekeeper that wants to shut people out of the grace. I, I, I don't allow myself to be part of the greater mission, which is to see the lost come back to life. I say things like, this son of yours, it becomes a gospel of works. It, it, becomes, it becomes about how much, how, how hard I can work. And you know, it's not also just about the others. Sometimes I'm my very own older brother. That doesn't make much grammatical sense, but a few weeks ago we had a preach titled, Who Are Your They? They Are Yours. So, grammar doesn't, <laughs> to drive a point home, sometimes I can be my own older brother. I'll only approach God with that request once I have ticked all these boxes. Come to the front and receive, no, 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 but I need at least a, a record of three Sundays. A record of two months of not slipping up before I can gain access. We put wrong labels on people. When I'm the older brother, I put wrong labels on people. I love, I love the interaction. The older brother comes back. Hey, what's going on? Hey, your brother is back. Your brother is back. Ah, I'm not going in. Father comes out. Hey, come in. What's up? Well, this son of yours. And the father says, your brother did you see that? Every time he, he, he mentions, the Bible's falling apart. He mentions your son, your son. But the father in response says, my son, he's talking to him now. He says, your brother, your brother is home. Your brother versus this son of yours. I miss and I, and I label people incorrectly when I don't have the heart of the Father. Yeah. And I forget that I'm, I've got access to the Father myself. He says to the Father, you would not even let me have one young goat. Like, where have you been, bro? Your brother just asked for half the estate. And it was given. You were waiting for a young goat to be given to you. Imagine I come home to Monica. Hi, love. And I see her sitting there grumbling on the couch. I'm like, okay, what's going on? It's like, yeah, we've been married 10 years. And not once have you let me take the car for it. Hey, my daughter. <laughs> You've been waiting for a young goat to be given to you. Clearly, you are far, far, far lost than the younger son. Because you, 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 you don't know who your father is. A young goat versus half the estate. I mean, I mean, let's, let's, I'm now just 
preacher's license now, creative license. Once the younger son says, give me half, I'm gone. I'm also like, hey, old man, I don't know what you're going to live on, but the rest of the half is two-thirds is mine. I'm out. I'm glad you find that funny. <laughs> Been waiting for a young goat. And my one point really is this. That there's no rebel that's too far gone. That's the heart of the father. But if I'm older brother, even that phrase, that word rebel, rogue, you messed up. I'm easy to pin that on people. The message of the cross should be so offensive to us, to me, that when I hear it preached, I should not just be in neutral gear and just go, yeah. The reason I say that is in my Bible, when, when Jesus speaks, it's all red letters, red letters, red letters. And it's red letters from, you know, uh, verse 4, when he talks about the 100 sheep. And then every now and then there's like a one-liner, and he continued, and he continued. So he's been speaking for a long time. At least when I just look at this literally. And the first time that the disciples reply is in, where is it, where is it? Where is it? Give me a moment. It is in chapter 17, verse 5, when they say to him, now he's done. Lost coin, lost sheep, lost coin, lost son, talk, talk, talking about the feasting and other parables. And then they say to him, Lord, increase our faith. That's their response when they realize, oh my word, we've gotten, we don't have what it takes. While they say that the Pharisees are plotting to kill him. I, I can identify with the two responses, basically, I think, if I'm being honest. Because the one where they plot to kill him, it's this guy is talking, this is not, not going to work. This is not going to happen. We don't have what it takes. We need to get rid of him. The other response is, we don't have what it takes. Please help us increase our faith. As I invite you to stand this morning, I want to challenge you, and this is a bit of a dangerous call, VP. Where am I asking, and I'm including myself here, are we asking God to increase our faith and our ability to process the heart of a father or are we going to find this so offensive that we kick out? Because there is no neutral ground. Whether it's in marriages, finances, relationally, time, in, in every area of my life, the, 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 the response which I encourage and I pray for for my own heart, which should be, Lord, increase my faith. Oh, no. No, I'm out. It's a dangerous call. There isn't a, yeah, I think I'm okay. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. 
There isn't. There is no middle ground. In those areas where I think I'm doing okay, I pray that the Spirit of God would move, that I say to God this morning, increase my faith, help me. That, that statement, increase our faith, is literally, help me. Help me. Because the heart of the Father, it's just, the standard is too high. When I process people, I'm thinking, what is the risk? Nope, risk is too high. Nope. You know, I would have done that. I would go for you. I would back you. But eh, the risk is just too high. When I process people, I'm thinking, how much, what's it going to take? How much is it going to cost? And unfortunately, as a keeper of the rules, we fall into a, a trap of keeping ourselves out and keeping others out. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to take your next step or find out what is happening in the life of the church, head over to our website or follow us on social media. Cheers.